Behind the Shades. So I am Tracy B. I am a former family law attorney. Now I am a pro se advocate, pro se coach, and pro se strategist. I work with people who are represented, but my main focus are is people who are going through um, the family court system and they're representing themselves. They are brave enough to represent themselves. So I am coaching them through that whole process. I'm teaching them some of the tricks and tips that attorneys use. I'm teaching them how the court process works, and I'm also showing them how to navigate it without spending their kids' college funds <laughs> and their retirement. Um, yeah, so that's what I do. I've been doing that for the last couple of years. I've been in family law for about 20 years now. And um, yeah, I am a blogger, a writer, uh, a mom, <laughs> an entrepreneur. And where you can find me, my company is called The Divorce Solutionist because I provide solutions to every problem that you have in your divorce and or custody matter. So on Instagram, I'm at the Divorce Solutionist. On Facebook, I'm at the Divorce Solutionist. And on uh, TikTok, I am the Family Court Strategist on TikTok. So there, and the, the, I'm on YouTube. I'm the Divorce Solutionist on YouTube as well. So there you have it. Thank you. That is such a wonderful introduction. I'm going to tell you something, Tracy. I have so many questions for you because I want to make sure that one, I don't get divorced, but let's say something happens and my wife at that time loses her mind because I'm such an amazing man, right? And decides to leave me, <laughs> then I want to be protected as well. So take us through the beginning. How did you get involved in divorce and why family court specifically when there's so many other different types of law to be practicing in? Um, I am an altruist by nature. I've always served people. I've always, my first profession was in mental health. So I've always served the population that needed help. And um, so I gravitated toward family law, actually by default. Uh, it wasn't planned that way, but it's, it, I found my way in it and wind up staying because I loved it so much. I love helping people, you know, trying to salvage their families as much as possible. Um, and that's, you know, that's, it's, it's not a, it's not an easy thing because it's constant, it's constant emergencies and putting fires out and crises and all that stuff. But it's so rewarding when I hear someone come back to, to, to me to tell me that they were able to get, you know, custody of their kids because of something that I helped them with. So that's so much more fulfilling. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's something, like I said, I fell into, but once I found myself in it, I, I just decided to stay, you know, and, uh, and, and here I am. <laughs> so I know for a lot of men out there, when they hear family court, they're like, oh. <laughs> right. It can be scary to a lot of men. What are some of the um, misconceptions maybe that we have of the family court system that you want to maybe debunk today? Oh, I have a few of them. A lot of people think, number one, that all judges are pro-moms and none of them are pro-dads. That is not the truth at all. That is not the truth. There are some states where the law is automatically 50-50. So it doesn't matter whether you're you know, a likable dad or a likable mom, that's, that's the starting point. So in those states, particularly, dads get you know, equal treatment. In Florida, uh, actually, just recently, Florida passed a law where 
they are dads are automatically presumed to be the dad in custody matters where they don't have to establish paternity and all of that stuff. They're starting at an equal uh, playing field to begin with, which is great. Um, another myth is that you, when you go to court, the judge wants to hear, uh, you know, the, the, wants to hear all the bad things that the other party did. They want to hear how uh, they were, they they broke up, how they were before the kids came into play. The courts don't want to hear any of that. The courts really do not want to hear bickering parents. They just don't. They'd rather you settle in a mediation and come to them with a, a parenting plan that's ready to go or a divorce agreement, agreement that's ready to go. They don't want to hear bickering. They really don't want to do that. The other thing is that most people think that family court is about fairness. It's about the best interest of the child, and it's not. Family court is really about what's efficient for family court, period. <laughs> family court is not necessarily the place that you want to air out your dirty family laundry because... It can be judges are they become they get to the point that a lot of them have gotten to the point where they have what's called compassion fatigue. So they don't empathize with the fact that your kids are crying about not going to the other parents' home or that you know they, they don't care about that. They just they hear this stuff all day. So your story is no different than anybody else's. They're not gonna look at you and still and, and see your little weepy eyes and say, you know what, I I feel so sorry for you. Let me just grant you whatever you at. It doesn't work like that. Family court is really destructive. It's really, it really actually creates more conflict than it, it helps to solve. Um, and I think that's the biggest myth that's out there. There's a lot of people, most people don't know that until they've been in the family court system for at least um, one round of custody or divorce. Then they realize, they start to see the truth, that the judge doesn't care about evidence. The judge doesn't care about what how bad they were treated. The judge doesn't care about the fact that they were emotionally abused, the judge doesn't care about the fact that they were um, physically abused. The judge doesn't care anything about that. The judge cares about getting you out of their courtroom, period. They don't want you there. That's what they want. They want you to resolve things on your own. So those are I, the, some of the major myths. I know for me, I took law up to paralegal in my education and I saw because of the, um, the, the law firm that I was working at when I was getting my experience and things like that, it was brief. It was about a year. I remember seeing, and all the, like the hours you had to put it, I remember seeing different courtrooms. So I saw the family court system a little bit and I saw the, uh, the criminal and the real estate and things like that, because it was a part of, of our um, experience. And I remember seeing family court and I was like, this is not for me because to your point, I went into there thinking, okay, what's what's fair to everyone involved? I came out and I was like, wow. They're like, okay, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. And if you don't, you're in contempt. That's it. Right? That's exactly right. And when I used to hear people who don't have that experience, who like, I guess they see what they see on TV and things like that, because everyone thinks it's paramason, right? Where I'm like, aha. I have the smoking gun <laughs> and it's going to turn everything. So yep. Right. But it's more so, okay. I spoke to a lawyer and I was working with a lawyer and the judge said, okay, if you want your children go to this school, you're planning to move out of state. So if the child was with you hundred percent of the time, are you going to drive across state lines to drop that kid to school? Or are you going to remove and, and just, up just uproot that child from everything and the parent was like oh i didn't think of that that's what you have to think of when you go to 
family court. So Tracy, when you're helping people to prepare themselves, are they naive enough thinking that, well, I'm a good guy. I should get the children. Like, how do you help them prepare and maybe help them get over some of the nativity that they may be experiencing before they actually get into the courtroom? That's an excellent question. What I, the people who are first time family court litigants, I often suggest to them that they go watch YouTube videos, that they go read blogs, that they join Facebook groups, that they join Reddit groups so they can hear the reality. Because a lot of times people are so disillusioned by, about the process. I mean, it's amazing how many people are so disillusioned by the process because they've never been through it. And then they're blindsided because they, they went in there with this naive thinking. So a lot of times, if they're coming to me, especially for coaching, I often tell them, you have to start with finding out the truth. And that truth is going to be um, exposed to you by, like I just said, joining groups, uh, support groups, Reddit groups, Facebook groups, watching videos. I mean, whatever you can, whatever you can find out the truth, that's what you need to do. Because the better prepared you are by not having all these, you know, ideal uh, images of what it's going to be like, the better you are uh, uh, positioning yourself to get the outcome that you want. And so, yes, I always start them with that. And then I also always tell them to visit their court's website. I always tell people, go onto your court's website. There's a wealth of information on there. You should not go into court not knowing where you stand, what to call the judge, what custody means. You should not. There's no way you should go in there without knowing that. And believe it or not, there's some people who are represented by attorneys who don't have a clue because their attorneys don't even explain the process to them. So it's your job when you're a first time litigant. It's your job to do your own due diligence. No, don't rely on anybody else feeding that stuff to you. Find do as much research as you can before you step foot in there. And that way you won't be blindsided because a lot of times when people are blindsided, they make themselves vulnerable. And that's where the attack comes in. And that's where the, 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 those, loses, those losses pile up because of that. So when you're working with me, I don't tolerate that. I'm competitive. You are not going to put yourself in a position to be vulnerable, to be attacked, to be decimated. Not when you're working with me. I'm <laughs> sorry.